Listener Production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 3rd of June. If we let this thing run its course, uh, it will explode. We've got to run this to ground because if we don't, people will die. That's acting Victorian Premier James Molino with a sobering warning as he announced Victoria's COVID-19 lockdown will be extended for another seven days. Some restrictions, though, will be eased, including extending the area for allowing people to leave home, and the lockdown will end for regional areas of Victoria from midnight tonight. Meantime, there's renewed concern about COVID in aged care, with another confirmed case from the R Care facility in Maidstone. The 89-year-old man who tested positive was asymptomatic and had been fully vaccinated, but only received his second dose on Monday. The latest case brings the cluster to 61. Meantime, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has finally broken his silence over the latest shutdown. Mr Andrews, who's been on sick leave since seriously injuring his back in March, sent a message to Victorians via social media. The Premier urging the state via Twitter to keep fighting, saying every effort you make today and everything you do tomorrow and every day after will save lives. The Premier has also revealed he will have more scans with his medical team next week and will be back on deck later this month. Meantime, the list of COVID exposure sites across New South Wales continues to grow after a Victorian family of four on a camping trip all tested positive to COVID. New South Wales Health now believes they were potentially infectious between the 19th and 24th of May, with alerts for venues now out in the town of Gundagai and other areas on the south coast. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian says it's clear every Australian needs to take this threat seriously. These virulent chains of the virus uh, have been around for a long time and they're going to continue to be around. We're going to see the virus change. We're going to see it increase its transmissibility. And in New South Wales, we've been aware of this for some time. And in other news this Thursday, bombshell emails sent to America's top infectious diseases expert, Dr Anthony Fauci, have revealed there were serious concerns over the origins of the COVID-19 virus as early as February 2020. The emails obtained by the Washington Post and BuzzFeed in the US indicate the virus had unusual characteristics and looked engineered. Dr Fauci previously rejected claims that leaked from a lab but reversed his position in May, adding more work was needed to investigate the virus's precise origins. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. And we start in South Australia this morning and controversial comments from the Chief Public Health Officer have gone viral. Nicola Spurrier was defending the decision to allow Collingwood to travel to Adelaide to play their AFL game against the Crows despite the COVID lockdown. The decision followed days of top-secret negotiations. But as Sean Maynard in Adelaide reports, it's the Chief Officer's controversial comments that have certainly raised eyebrows. Yeah, that's right, Tash. It was a controversial call to start with and now it seems it's been made even more controversial thanks to the Chief Public Health Officer's comments after Collingwood 
Collingwood got the nod to travel here. Nicholas Spurrier had this to say to footy fans he planned on attending the game on Saturday. If you are at um, Adelaide Oval and the ball comes towards you, my um, advice to you is to duck and just do not touch that ball. And many South Australians are asking why a footy club can be given special permission when a travel ban clearly stipulates anyone who's been to the greater Melbourne area isn't allowed into the state. Uh, SA Health's been quick to make it clear the pies are coming on a special charter flight and the footy group will travel between the airport and Adelaide Oval in a so-called sterile corridor under police escort too. Uh, Collingwood also told to limit their numbers to bare bones players and staff but has somehow only trimmed that back to 35 people. And the travelling party will also have to self-quarantine before departure and get a COVID test upon arrival. And to Queensland and the search for a missing surf ski paddler, Jordan Kelly, who went missing off North Stradbroke Island last Saturday, has now been called off. Our reporter, Rod McLeod, has the details. Jordan set off with his friend Jack McDonald on a surf ski trip off North Stradbroke Island on Saturday, but his ski began taking on water in the rough conditions. The pair were forced to cling to the other ski, but Jordan slipped off and then disappeared. Jack made it back to shore at 8pm and needed treatment for hypothermia and a split lip. Jordan's surf ski was located in the water on Monday, but after several days of searching, his family took to social media overnight to tell volunteers that the mission to find Jordan had ended. Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The Aussie economy continues to surge with the share market also increasing to a new record high. That's right, Tash. The S&P ASX 200 index rose 75 points to 7,217.8, which is the highest closing level ever. Ever. And it comes as the economy grew by 1.8% in the March quarter. This is annualised to a huge 7.2%, and this has been the fastest recovery from recession in 45 years. It's incredible. Peter, also this morning, there are growing calls for the federal government to step in and financially support all of those struggling employees and businesses in Victoria during the extended lockdown. What's the chance of that happening? Well, the AFR says the government is likely to give Victoria business some financial assistance, but it's resisting demand for a revised JobKeeper scheme in the belief it would act as an incentive for more widespread lockdowns. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has indicated there would be some support now that the lockdown was entering a second week. When's that support set to flow through, do you think? Well, they have made no decision at this point in time, but he knows politically he has to do it for small businesses and the employees who will really find it hard over the next week or two. Absolutely. And first, home buyers are exiting that white-hot housing market across the country as prices continue to skyrocket. But interestingly, Peter, investors are making a comeback. That's right, Taj. AFG, one of the country's biggest mortgage broker groups, expects property investors will continue returning to the market, with investors making up a bigger share of its new lending. But this has brought out the regulator, APRA, which has warned lenders not to make it too easy for investors to get loans, or they will impose harsher lending rules. The last time APRA did this, house prices fell from 2017 to 2018. Interesting to see what happens. Peter, thank you as always. Great stuff. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, it hasn't taken long at all for tickets to be snapped up for the Origin opener in Townsville next Wednesday night. 
Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. Snapped up in 15 minutes at a peak of about 1,000 tickets were being snapped up every minute. The NRL's confirmed extra grandstand seating will be available in the coming days, making its way up the highway. Once that's locked in, another 1,800 seats will be made available for purchase. So footy fans in far north Queensland certainly can't wait for Origin 1 next Wednesday night. They won't be seeing Kalen Ponga, though, uh, ruled out with that groin issue. Had a fitness test yesterday, but to Sounds like it was an uphill battle from the get-go. So now, as the Maroons train today, uh, Paul Green will have to decide whether it's Val Holmes. He shifts from a wing to fullback, or perhaps AJ Brimson from the Titans. League legend Gordon Tallis, though, is concerned with Brimson's ongoing knee injuries. I don't know how how injured it was bone bruising like it sort of looked like he jarred it um, the other night so what's the recovery time for that does he start running because as a fullback it's not Billy yeah. Slater coming in playing with Cooper Cronk Jonathan Thurston and Cam Smith round 13 kicks off tonight Jack DeBellin playing his first match for St George since the 2018 final series the Broncos have a debutant as well 18 year old Selwyn Cobbo has been compared to the likes of Latrell Mitchell and Greg Inglis so looking forward to that tonight yeah no pressure there also today in the AFL Brett, Collingwood's board has rejected a takeover bid from the former boss of Channel 9. Yes, Jeff Brown, of course, was hoping uh, to take over the president presidency peacefully from Mark Corder. That won't be happening. The seven directors on Collingwood's board vowing uh, in a joint statement that they will not be doing that at all. So he will face a fight, have to force an EGM to take over the presidency at the Magpie. So getting a bit messy there. Now, Trent Cotchin has, uh, is remaining with the team in Sydney. The Richmond skipper was weighing up returning home due to a health issue with one of his daughters. His wife, Brooke, though, has revealed she's begged him not to come home fearful of the abuse that she would cop on social media. Now, the Tigers take on the Bombers at a sold-out Optus Stadium in Perth. That's for the relocated Dreamtime Clash, which normally attracts a bumper crowd at the MCG. WA fans uh, showing up in force, and AFL great Wayne Carey says they should see a cracking contest. It deserves to be a, a capacity crowd, because these two clubs, Essendon obviously uh, are flying along, I think. Just so much young talent, and we know what uh, Richmond have done. So that is good in a neutral territory that they've been able to attract 60,000 fans to that game and it means not as much money will be lost from not having it at the MCG, Tash. And we're talking about State of Origin before the uh, Queensland Premier has accused New South Wales of being wingers. So are we going to whinge next week? Who's going to win? Yeah, um, I think with Ponga out, that um, certainly brings New South Wales back into the equation, but I'll go with the home team, the Maroons. Oh, not fair. Go the Blues. Thanks, Brett. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Tash. And seven-time Grand Slam champion Venus Williams has certainly returned serve over the Naomi Osaka controversy. Osaka, who is ranked number two in the world, quit the French Open earlier this week, citing mental health as the reason she's boycotting news conferences. But Williams says she fends off reporters in the same brutal way she does opponents on the court. For me personally, how I quote, how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. But each person deals with it differently. Love it. Game, set, match, Venus. <laughs> and that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.